welcome to The Teacher's Room, your weekly podcast from Malvern House. This week I'm joined by Neil O'Mahony, all the way from Cork in the south of Ireland. Neil, how are things? I'm very well, thank you, Johnny. Listen, how long have you been teaching, can I ask you? Eight years, I think. Um, I started in Thailand for about a year, and I spent a year in China, and I spent a year in New Zealand, and I spent a year in Australia, and I spent a year in Poland, and I came home a few times as well in between. But yeah, altogether about eight years. And do you still enjoy teaching? I do. I'm not teaching as much as I like to anymore. Um, but um, yeah, I've kind of moved into management, but I still get to teach a little bit, so it's good. Okay, and on this week's podcast, you're going to talk to us about the past simple. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the past simple? Because for a lot of students, it's actually not very simple at all. Uh, no, generally it's not. Um, I guess the reason that it's not easy is because it doesn't always translate. That's why students generally are problems. Okay. So the past simple is a tense. It's generally used to talk about um, past actions or things that are finished. Okay, so we're talking completed past actions or mm-hmm. actions completed in the past. All yes, right. Okay, exactly. so for completed past actions, we generally use the past simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, ground. Okay, now... When we talk about it, it is a verb. It's, it, I mean, we use it with verbs. That is not we, that it, it is a verb. We use it with verbs. Yeah, we use it with verbs. Um, usually it follows the form of um, subject plus verb in the past. Okay, grand. And, and when we use the past simple, how do we make it? I mean, is there a rule that we can use for making the past simple in general? So, yeah, we use it with um, subjects. So, I, you... He, she, it, we, and they. And then that is usually followed by the past simple. Okay, so uh, a, verb, of, uh, a verb in the past, in the past simple. simple. Okay, and, mm-hmm. and it's the same for all people, is it? Because in a lot of languages, you'll find that the first person is different, the second person is different, but English is good in that way in that the verbs in the past simple stay the same they do for stay all the people, same, is that true? The, yes, they do stay the same, so it's like I worked, he worked, she worked, he worked, uh, we worked, they worked, okay. so it's all going to be the same. However, the, um, it doesn't, the verb isn't always going to have the same endings. Okay, now there is, but there is a classic ending with the, with the past simple, a lot of verbs take one particular ending, what, what is that ending? Yes, the regular endings are always followed by ed. Okay, so that's end. for regular verbs, is it? Regular verbs. Okay, so they're usually, regular verbs are usually fo- always followed, really, by ed. Okay? Yes. Um, but there are there is a major problem with English uh, past simple verbs, and that is there are a lot of irregular uh, past simples. Yes, there are a lot of, yes, there are a lot of irregular past simples. For example? Yes. Um, so, for example, sing goes to sang, run goes to ran, um, and I guess there are also some examples in the uh, regular endings which have ed endings, and they have some problems as well with pronunciation, because yeah. the ed endings are not always the same. Yes, and in fact there's no such thing as ed in the past simple, it's not no, one of the big not. problems that we uh, often language have, learners we have. We often have problems with a lot of students who move up to advanced level, Yes. Um, which isn't correct, it's advanced. Yeah. And then you have uh, the t endings, like for example worked, or we have the... Um, Id endings, so for example, ended, mm. or we have the d endings, so which is tried. Mm. Would you say that 
the um, endings are a particularly important part of learning the past simple and when should someone learn how to pronounce those endings correctly that really has to be done at the very beginning doesn't it I think it does have to begin at the very beginning because if it doesn't at the very beginning you're going to be making the same mistake all the way to advanced Mm -hmm. if you don't get it right at the start you're going to keep on making the same mistakes. Okay, good. Okay, now another thing I wanted to ask you was there are a lot of common words that we use with certain tenses. What are the more common words that you'd use with the past simple? Um, so, for example, I saw John yesterday. Yesterday is finished in the past, so you can use the past simple with it. Last night, I saw John. Again, saw, S-A-W, is not a regular ending. It's an irregular ending. Yeah, indeed. Okay, so there's there's a lot of words, so a lot of expressions. Mm-hmm. So most of the time you see last, last week, last mm-hmm. night, last month, last year. That's exactly. going to be past simple. Mm-hmm. Ago would be used in the yeah, past simple, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? I saw him three mm-hmm. days ago. Yeah. I watched that football match three days ago. Yesterday, uh, all my troubles seemed so far <laughs> away, as Paul yeah. McCartney said. That too is in the past simple. Mm-hmm. When So they're, they're the kind of words that you use with the past simple. There is a problem with the past simple, and I think it's probably difficult for a lot of language learners, uh, particularly from Romance languages, Romance languages being, you know, Italian, Romanian, French, Portuguese and Spanish, Um, and that is the making of questions in the past simple. Now, why is that so complicated? So the formation changes with every tense. Um, The formation of a question changes with every tense. mm -hmm. That's very complicated. So it it also changes with negatives as okay. well. So we have the affirmative, and we have the positive, or sorry, the affirmative, yeah. and we have the negative, yeah. and we have question forms. Okay. So the affor- affirmative, as I said, goes subject plus the past simple of the verb. Okay. The g- g- give me an example there in a, of so a regular affirmative, just so we know where. I we're saw at. my friend. I saw my friend. Okay. Yesterday. So yesterday, I saw mm-hmm. my friend yesterday. So give me now. Using that same context, give me an example of a question then. Did you see your friend yesterday? Did you see my friend yesterday? So in that case, you're introducing a new word there at the beginning of the sentence. Did. Yes. Why are you introducing that? Did is an auxiliary verb. Mm. So did is used with simple, um, with simples. Okay. So, for example, it's used in the past simple, it's used in the present simple, and it's used in the future simple. Okay, so did, but did specifically is used with the past simple, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. So, okay. did is an auxiliary verb, and so the question, so the formation of it goes, did you see my friend yesterday? Okay, so let me guess this out then. So in that case, you're using the auxiliary verb, mm-hmm. you're putting the subject, you, after the auxiliary verb, Mm-hmm. And then you're using an infinitive, is it? That's Did you right. see? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, okay. Did you see my friend yesterday? So, in the affirmative, I'll just go back to this. In the affirmative, I saw my friend yesterday. So, I is the subject, saw is the past simple verb, my friend is the object, and yesterday is the adverb. Okay? But in the question, it's did, auxiliary verb, which mm-hmm. shows that you're making a question. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. You is the subject, mm-hmm. and then see in the infinitive. That's very confusing, my friend yesterday. And okay. this is why we often have a problem. They get a question and they say, where did you go yesterday? So they hear go, so they automatically think they can use go in the answer. 
but the correct answer would be I went. But a lot of students will say, yesterday I go to the cinema. Okay. And it's probably the most common problem with elementary and pre-intermediate students, even up as far as intermediate students. Yeah, okay. We're missing one last bit because we didn't talk about the uh, negative, uh, no. the creation of a, of a negative sentence. So we'll go back to our sentence. I saw my friend yesterday. Mm -hmm. The question then was, did you see my friend yesterday? How do I make that negative? So I didn't see my friend yesterday. That's easier. That's slightly easier, I have to say. <laughs> slightly easier. At least the subject is in the same place. It is in the same place, but I guess, you, again, you're using the auxiliary, um, you're using didn't in this case, and again, you're using the infinitive. And a lot of languages don't have an auxiliary. Another common problem is that you'd say, I know see you yesterday, because that's a very common problem, I think, in Spanish and in Portuguese. Um, students often make this mistake. Absolutely, and that's just because it follows the format of their own languages, and there's exactly. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we call that interference, really, isn't that's it? It's exactly. interference from mm -hmm. the first language, mm -hmm. yeah. and that is very common. It happens everybody, mm -hmm. so it shouldn't be something that people get too upset about, yeah. but it should be something that they're aware of, mm -hmm. and it does really need to disappear by the time we get people up to in upper intermediate, at least, wouldn't it? We'd want to see it going. By about pre-intermediate, we'd want to see the really dying by intermediate, and we want to see it dead Absolutely. by the yeah. time we get to upper mm -hmm. intermediate. But it, it takes time. It does take time. It does take time. So yeah. that's the last question that I had for you. What advice would you give to people who want to learn the past simple? I mean, I, I know that one piece of advice that I've heard before is the irregulars, the list of irregular verbs, which are at the back of the book, stick them up on the back of your toilet door mm -hmm. and one beside the mirror where you're brushing your teeth and learn them, learn them, learn them, learn them, learn them. You have to learn them. There's no other way. Yeah, absolutely. I think the regular, the regular and irregular verbs, I think with the irregular verbs, it's just a matter of learning. But it's easier said than done when you're in the middle of speaking and then you just translate what you hear. You say, I know, see you yesterday. But it's wrong. You have to realize that it's wrong. A lot of students just don't realize. They, they see that their message has been communicated and they say, okay, that's fine. I'm going to continue. But they're just going to continue and continue making the same mistakes. So I think awareness and noticing your mistakes is probably the most important thing. And correcting yourself. Absolutely. You have to take responsibility for your, yourself. Because once you get to intermediate, the teacher's going to stop correcting you, people on the street aren't going to start correcting you. It's your responsibility and you need to get it right. Great. Okay, Neil O'Mahony, thank you very much for joining me today in the Teacher's Room. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Teacher's Room from Malvern House.